Hello, I'm Major Adrian Allman. And I'm Captain Claire Allman. Welcome to the Birmingham Citadel Salvation Army podcast series. Birmingham Citadel is a Christian church located in Birmingham City Centre in the UK. This podcast is a recording of the Bible message that is shared during the Sunday worship service. You can now watch our service online through live stream at 10.30am every Sunday morning and can also find our stories and videos on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. It's good to have you share with us and as you listen we pray that God will speak to you. May you know God's abundant blessing today. You may have noticed as we've been going through the carol service that I've only used Luke's gospel this morning. I haven't used any other gospel readings from any other uh, gospel apart from Luke. In telling the Advent story, the coming together of Elizabeth and Mary often gets overlooked. And actually it's Luke, he's the one that focuses on it. And he purposely introduces these two women of faith. I think sometimes when we look at the story of Elizabeth and Mary, it's maybe in the first or second week of Advent, and we probably just look at the Magnificat and nothing else. But actually there's something very special in the interaction between these two ladies. We meet Elizabeth first. She's the wife of Zechariah, a priest in the temple there in Jerusalem. She's a much older lady. She wasn't able to have children at all. And she discovers actually that through divine intervention, she's going to have a baby. Around the same time, unbeknown to Elizabeth, her young relative, Mary, has also become pregnant through the Lord's intervention. The the angel Gabriel announces, as we read earlier, that Mary's found favor with God and explains that through the Lord's plan, um, she will bear a son and he will save his people. And Mary, understandably, is astonished at that. Who wouldn't be astonished at being told that by a a being that you've never seen before? Why does the angel include this little sentence in talking to Mary that says, oh, one of your relatives, Elizabeth, is pregnant as well? Well, it's quite significant. Presumably it was done to reassure her. Presumably it was done to confirm in our own heart that this miracle taking place was actually of God. What we are told is that Mary straight away goes to see Elizabeth. Now, I don't know about you, but when you read that, how far away do you think the two of them live? Do you think they're in neighbouring suburbs? Just round the corner in the neighbouring street? Well, they're not. Think about it for a moment. Presumably, if Joseph was a carpenter from Nazareth, Mary lived near Nazareth. Elizabeth was the wife of a priest in the temple in Jerusalem. Nazareth and Jerusalem were 145 kilometers apart. Don't know what that is in miles, but it's a long way. 145 kilometers apart. And yet we read in the scripture, in Luke's gospel, that Mary immediately hastened off to see Elizabeth. That's quite a trek. She didn't go down to the local train station, jump on a train. There wasn't uh, an Uber equivalent of donkeys 
didn't happen like that. We are just told she made her own way there. She was determined to go. We're not either told how good a relative they were. This week has seen the worst in relatives and what relatives can do to each other. And we won't go there. But we're not actually told were Mary and Elizabeth close relatives? Or were they distant relatives? Rarely saw each other. What we are told is that Mary was desperate to go see Elizabeth. Their shared experience draws them together in one accord. Both of them having babies. Both of them a miracle. And they're both drawn together to a point where they can meet and share with each other. And as Mary walks in the door, as soon as Mary greets Elizabeth, Elizabeth, as the narrative said, is filled with the Holy Spirit. And she says to Mary, blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you will bear. What an encouragement. What an encouragement. She walks through the door and Elizabeth straight away says, Wow, you're blessed. And more than that, Mary responds. And she responds with her own song of praise. These two, so much going on in their minds and yet the Holy Spirit can give one an affirmation and an encouragement to the other that they start to sing praises to God. Can you imagine the excitement in that house? I was very privileged to welcome our Afghan family this week. After all these many months of waiting for them, they finally came. And I cannot tell you how excited they were to be in a house. We can't imagine their journey. We can't imagine what it must have been like to live in a hotel for 15 months. We can't imagine what it must have been like to flee the difficulties of Kabul. But the sight of the house, honestly, the children were just racing everywhere. Words like, thank you for this house, were just spoken all the time. The excitement was incredible. Well, Can you imagine what the excitement must have been like in the house of Mary and Elizabeth? Both women had received in their own way miraculous news. And with faith, with faith they both believed. They'd believed what they'd been told. And now together they were helping each other recognize God's working in their lives. Let me ask you a question. Where's your favourite place to sing? Where's your favourite place to sing? Anybody morning shower singers? Marcus, that's a bad image. Sorry. I wish you hadn't done that, my friend. Good on you, though. Good on you for singing in the shower. My lot sing in the shower as well, and it's very interesting. Who prefers the car? I'm a a car person. Nobody can hear me. I can do whatever I like. And apart from the bloke who sat next door to me in the traffic lights wondering, what is that Wally doing? It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter if I can't reach the high notes. It doesn't matter if I crack that one. Who cares? I can sing on my own in the car to my heart's content. You know, having birthdays around Christmas 
And having family scattered everywhere, one of the things I find on my birthday is I have family members who want to sing to me. I dread answering the WhatsApp because I know what's coming. And I know it's coming from that household and it's coming from that household and it's coming from that household. I tried to ignore it yesterday and they left it on WhatsApp instead. So I couldn't avoid it. Some of them are much more tuneful than others. Some of them had a second verse which the lyrics are rather dicey. But it doesn't matter. What they do is they believe they have a reason to sing. And so they want to sing. It's a birthday. I have a reason to sing. Elizabeth's words of blessing to Mary caused Mary to break out in praise. She sang these beautiful words that we call the Magnificent as her expression of worship and praise. Friends, this morning, my simple thought is this at Christmas time, and here's a challenge for you. We should give other people a reason to sing. Will you be somebody who gives another person a reason to sing? Elizabeth gave Mary a reason to sing. When people are with us, do we make them want to sing? Do we encourage their hearts in such a way that they're ready to praise God? Do we fan into flame their faith like Elizabeth and Mary did for each other? Does an encounter with us make other people readily and boldly worship God and sing his praises? Does an encounter with us as people of faith give other people the opportunity and make them ready to face the future because they trust God? Because that's exactly what happened in that little meeting between Elizabeth and Mary. So here's a Christmas challenge for you. From the loving relationship that we see there in Mary and Elizabeth, let's each and every one of us give other people, through what we do, a reason to sing. Not necessarily sing praises to us, but certainly sing praises to God. After all, isn't the message of Christmas of God stepping into our world to restore the relationship between humanity and the Father? Something that only he could do. Of coming into this world to show himself and his nature to us in human form. To be rejected by men. To die on a cross. To show us the full extent of his unconditional love. To rise again that all may b- who believe may live eternally in his kingdom. Isn't that a good reason to sing? Because I can't think of a better one. Friends, there's my challenge to you. This reason, this Christmas, will you give others a reason to sing the praises of God? Thank you for listening to our podcast this week. So you don't miss any further recordings, please subscribe to this podcast and also share and review it to help other people find and join our Birmingham Citadel online congregation. 
This has been a production for Birmingham Citadel Salvation Army in the United Kingdom. If you'd like to know more about us or want to worship with us, then visit our webpage at birminghamcitadel.co.uk.